podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. But the Giants have it back again. Curtis Huffy left wing boards. Oh, Flurry with a goal! Theo Flurry with the opening goal with almost the first touch of the puck. Just a minute and eight seconds into this game. A chance for the Giants. Huffy behind the net. Looks to put it in front of the crease. Goes a point. And oh, it's Flurry again! It's his second goal for the Belfast Giants. We've only ever been playing four minutes, and there he was in his favourite place, went right in front of the net. Hello and welcome to the very first review from the bridge, episode one on the 19th and 10th of 2005. My name is Patrick Smith and with me is Aaron. How are you doing Aaron Curran? Not too bad, Harry, and uh, how about yourself? I'm, I'm doing alright, I'm doing alright. Great weekend, great weekend of games, it's good to get through. Yeah, very enjoyable. Yeah, maybe if you'd like to tell the people what, uh, what we're doing here and what a podcast is and the likes. Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, podcast basically is um, a way of uh, downloading a small show so you can listen to it while you're out on the go. You know, you can stick it on your iPod, your Zen, your MP3 player, and just take it around. You can sit in the bus and listen to us. And yeah, so it's just it's just uh, what we're hoping to do here is give news, views, and general information on uh, the Belfast Giants and something exactly that you can listen that. to on the go. Well, um, just to let you know what we're trying to do, we're, like I say, we're trying to give you information on your Coors Belfast Giants. So if you have any information or anything you want to tell us, you can contact us at any time. You can contact us via our email address at podcast at kingdomofthegiants.com. You can leave a voicemail on 0044-141-416-1296, or you can get more information at www.kingdomofthegiants.com forward slash podcast. We'll be giving you those information all the way through the show. This is what we're going to give you now is the running order of this show. Every week we're going to bring you up to date on what's going on in and around the league, review the week's matches as they've been, uh, tell you what's going on with the team, and uh, tell you about upcoming games. Uh, we're going to go around, uh, around the league, the other teams, uh, any upcoming games around the league, maybe possibly a player feature, and then we're going to go over what's happening on uh, the Kingdom of the Giants website as well. Absolutely, absolutely. But then let's crack on. Uh, okay. People aren't sure about what the Elite League is in the UK for maybe our listeners overseas. Do you want to tell them what it's all about, Aaron? Yes, certainly. Uh, the Elite League uh, basically covers the whole of the United Kingdom. Um, you've got, obviously, Belfast in Northern Ireland. You've Edinburgh up in Scotland, uh, Cardiff from Wales, and then you've uh, other six teams from around uh, England. You've Nottingham, Sheffield, Lisingstoke, London. Of course, Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle and Coventry. Absolutely. Um, it's only a, it's a nine-team league, and uh, basically we have, we have a season that runs from September all the way through to March, and uh, following that we have, of course, have the everyone's favourite playoff competition. Oh, the playoff weekend, the messiest <laughs> weekend of the year. Absolutely, ended up in Nottingham. Uh, I've, I've been there a couple of myself, but of course I'm fully teetotal. <laughs> the, uh, I don't know what you're laughing at. The... <laughs> um, well, there's also the uh, the cup competition, the challenge, the challenge cup, which is basically run separately from the league. But uh, Belfast this year aren't taking part in it due to uh, fixture congestion. What do you think of that, Aaron? Um, to be fair, I do agree with it. Um, it's, obviously, it'd be nice to be in there with a chance to win the extra trophy. But but the arena mm. being booked up the way it was, we had to take what time we could get, and unfortunately, the challenge cup had to suffer. But yeah, and it seems that. Seems that Mamma Mia has also uh, done us in, being booked yeah, up well, for most exactly, of March yeah. in the Odyssey Arena. Yeah, pushing all our fixtures to the front of the season. You know, 
couldn't really have been overly fair on the players as well. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Obviously, maybe people around the country don't agree with that, but well, it was a decision that was made, and I think we'll have well, to just agree with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Decision was made, and we just have to move with it. Well, let's crack on. Let's uh, talk about the week's matches. Last week we had a uh, last Saturday night we had uh, the visit of the Edinburgh Capitals, and um, well, what was to be the glorious return of former coach Tony Hand actually was overshadowed by the arrival of a certain player. Uh, I think I've heard of him before, Theo Fleury. Yeah, the wee fella. Yeah, the wee fella. He didn't do too badly, I have to say. Seven points. Seven points, hat trick, four assists, two fights. Yeah, didn't take him too long either. I think he was only on the uh, on the ice for a matter of like thirty seconds before he uh, fired yeah. that one away. Wasn't his, too bad. Uh, his, first, his first touch of the game, he won the face off. His second, or his first touch of the puck, he won the face off. Second touch, he put it in the net. Um, I'm sure he'll fit in well into the Belfast now, with with, with uh, if he keeps that up. Yeah, well, a good start. So. Yeah, but two, he, it was not just that. On the second shift, he scored a second goal. And uh, well, he kept things interesting, especially in the third period, when we were at 11, uh, 10 2 up, I think we were at the time. And, uh, it was 10 2, yeah. And uh, he took on Frederick Oduya, who uh, is, for those who don't know, is the, uh, the hard man of the Edinburgh Capitals team. Uh, he, didn't leave, uh, he didn't leave him alone, did he? <laughs> no, he certainly didn't. Uh, for a guy that probably was a foot shorter than uh, Frederick O'Donnell, he didn't do too bad either. His less illustrious teammates here, Walton and Morrison, did all the work. That's a great pass by Morrison. Wink, rink wide. Oh, that was... A, oh, Flurry's dropped the gloves! Here we go! Frederick O'Donnell and Flurry dropped the gloves. O'Donnell hit him and Flurry's gone down the ice! Two right hooks from Flurry! Three! O'Donnell's on the ice and Flurry has done it all! That's the full set! Goals, assists, hat-trick. Now he's won a fight! Well, we did win 11-2. But uh, it's not going to be overshadowed the fact that uh, Sean Skihar scored his first goals. He didn't in, do, in, yeah, in a jazz shirt. Or well deserved. He's been playing well this year without maybe much luck. Um, seems to have a good shot on him, but he, most times it seems you know it, he hasn't just had the luck of the the green with that, and it's he's either put it wide or had it saved. He's a good chance to get a hat trick himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, after he he'd already got his two goals, he put it just wide when he was clean through. So it's mm-hmm. unfortunate, but. He played well. Yeah, he looks to be a good player. He, he seems to be standing up well, especially against some of the other, um, some of the other hard men, of the, the so-called hard men of the league. Yeah, he's certainly not afraid to get stuck in there. A certain Mister Mel Engelstad comes to mind, but yeah. uh, not also that it's uh, it was a hell of an occasion for uh, Todd Killer Kelman, three hundredth game and to play with, with, uh, alongside one of his idols. Yep, and not only that, to assist one of his idols and to get a, a goal on an assist from uh, from that idol. Uh, I'm sure he went. Been, uh, one celebrate for him. I'm sure he went home smiling. <laughs> but um, there was great coverage as well on uh, BelfastGiants.com. This is a new thing they brought yeah, in. It was very good with uh, with uh, Nigel Ringland and Wayne Hardman. Um, can't say enough about it. It was uh, it was good to hear and also available for download afterwards. I know they they're going to be covering games from now on, home games. So if you want to, I believe I think that's a good step for the for the organisation. I think yeah. that'll be a, hopefully a positive way of spreading the word a bit more as well. Absolutely. The uh, I know we're going to have listeners all across the world trying to hear how Theo's doing and the likes. But uh, if you want to hear, it, just log on to www.belfastgiants.com. So what about the game in uh, Sunday night against Cardiff? Well, Sunday night um, in Cardiff seemed to be a... Obviously, uh, I, think, I believe there were tr- uh, trouble with the team getting over uh, on the travel. Really? Um, I believe the, the face-off was delayed a bit, which probably didn't help them too much. Mm-hmm. And combine that with sort of 
hangover from the night before, you know, winning 11 2. Yeah. It seems that the Giants always seem to have the problem that when uh, they have a a home game followed by an away game, there's always a bit of a hangover. Yeah, and especially again, now Edinburgh, the Edinburgh team weren't the strongest team that we've, you know, that we've played, so it might have been, it wasn't an easy game. Mm-hmm. But it certainly wasn't uh, the toughest game we've had in a while. The Met- and to go over to Cardiff and play in that rink in Cardiff with that atmosphere that can be built up in there, it's a very intimidating atmosphere and it could be tricky enough to play there at the best of times. Mm-hmm. There might have been a bit of disappointment that uh, Theo Fleury didn't get on the score sheet, but... Well, to be fair, you know, after his travel, he only arrived from sort of the, the far side of the, the far side of uh, Canada on the Friday. He'd been in the media circus the whole the whole day on Friday. He'd played his first game on the Saturday, mm-hmm. and then travelling straight to Cardiff the next day. I think you know the chance of him being tired was uh, really high, but mm-hmm. he still picked up one assist. Mickey um, also was involved. He was on he was involved in all three goals. He was on the ice for all three Giants goals. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely, and, and, th- and the three-three draw, obviously. So a three-three draw against a team that uh, that beat us the last time we visited uh, Cardiff isn't too yeah. bad, especially with that, the referee that we had. Well, <laughs> Everybody, Belfast favourite, uh, yeah, Belfast favourite referee, Mike Hicks. I think he was experimenting with his new call that he'd read in his rulebook. Yeah, uh, absolutely, the delay a game penalty, and yeah. it was Cardiff, I think three times in the game. So. Mm, I think he's, he just read that one. I don't want to say anything about the ref, actually, no, but uh, he may yeah. have just read that in the rulebook, but. Uh, yeah. And just Bone standing up well as well for his teammates. Well, yeah, it's nice to see him playing at a more physical level again, like he did sort of back at the start of his uh, of his Giants career. Um, mm-hmm. He seems to have backed. He, he's not the greatest of, of fighters, mm-hmm. but he does like to stand up. Um, well, he's a big lad. I wouldn't miss him. And he's a, exactly. He's a big man. He can fairly hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's nice to see him playing at that physical level again that he maybe hasn't played at in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, be oh, Rando, it seemed to be a pretty tough game. There was uh, Bullets had gone both twice uh, in the game, sort of but two minutes into the game and then again at the end of the period. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Graham Walton had his first ever uh, professional hockey fight. Um, oh, our, our own coach, Ed Courtney, uh, was involved in, o- in overtime and a, mm-hmm. a little bit of the physical stuff as well. So it was certainly a... And with the Devils, game. with the Devils returning against the Giants this Saturday, it'll be, a, it'll be an interesting game to see, to see if there's any uh, retribution. But uh, carryover to be uh, mm-hmm. should be interesting certainly. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that was a, that was this weekend's games. Um, we we'll crack on here with a bit of the team news. Um, not much yep. team news at the minute. Uh, Minnie's back, Mike Menard. Yes, he, he, uh, he played on. Um, well, he started the game on Saturday night against Edinburgh. Uh, mm-hmm. He did all right. Edinburgh they weren't didn't have too many great chances. Um, he conceded the two goals, but you know he looked. Obviously, he was a bit rusty after not playing for a couple of weeks, but he still looked okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, while he was away, he had, a, he had a worthy substitute in Nathan Craze. Certainly had Nathan Craze, a young fellow from Cardiff, eighteen years old, uh, stepping up and, and playing. He's now played four and a half games and been undefeated. Undefeated. Um, very. I have to say that uh, Christmas Jimsey might be a bit worried being out with I a broken collarbone. Yeah. Um, another. Nathan Craig sort of wants to commit himself for the long term. Uh, it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. But if he it'd does, be, I would... It would be tough to let go of Chris with being a local yeah, player. But Jimsey's never never done a... You know, he's never put wrong for us. He's always come through for us when he's played. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. He's a shutout on... He did a near shutout on debut last year, a shutout in his second game. Mm-hmm. We'll crack on now with a 
few words about what's going on around the league. We'll give one of the main stories in the minute is uh, the Nottingham Panthers signing of Sean Souter. Yep, uh, Sean Souter, he's uh, the nephew, I think, is it, of, uh, of the NHL Brian Souter? Yeah, the infamous Brian Souter, absolutely, who a former coach of Theo Fleury. Indeed, yep. Uh, obviously, that's a, a big hockey family. Uh, mm-hmm. The Panthers have been... Panthers haven't been doing pretty badly now. They're uh, they're they're mid table. Uh, well, they're third, third overall, from what I see here. They uh, haven't played seven games. The team really seem to be the strong team in Newcastle. But uh, yeah, Suter's been brought in, and Blazedale's hopefully making them a stronger team. You can't you can't fault Blazer really. No, you can't. He's not done anything wrong. See, they've uh, they've let Dan Welsh go. Um, mm-hmm. Now he's moved on and signed, I believe, for Coventry today. Yeah, um, seen the guy with the name no one in Britain can pronounce. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to attempt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to try. <laughs> the only guy who's ever fallen over and assisted three times, I believe, was the quote I saw on, uh-huh. the, on, the, uh-huh. on the website tonight. <laughs> uh, which, uh, and he didn't uh, stand up for himself too well either in, in his little bit of fisticuffs with Sean Skihar. So mm-hmm. you can see why uh, Coventry have decided that uh, the time was right to, to maybe let him move on mm-hmm. um, and replace him with someone who might uh, add a bit of scoring to their team. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, Belfast are actually sitting top of the league uh, with 15 points, closely followed by uh, Newcastle in nine. That's that's quite a tight that's quite a tight situation considering that Newcastle have. Um, Eight points that they can possibly pick up and put them yeah. top of the league. As I've always been said, though, I'd rather have the points than the games. Yeah, that's true. So we're, you know, it's good that we're getting the points up on the board, and they're certainly not shy of scoring. Eleven, eleven games so far, forty-two goals. Mm-hmm. It's not too, not bad going. Let's hope we keep it up. Let's hope we keep it up. Well, let's talk about what's going on this week then with the Giants. Um, on Saturday night, they they have the return of the Devils. Yep, uh, that should be a big rematch, especially after obviously the, the physical level um, that was played on Sunday. Um, obviously, there seems to be a bit of bad blood there between uh, Bowen and, and Voth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There, there are two fights in the first period. Um, interesting to see if they uh, maybe have something to finish off or something that will be continuing mm-hmm. on there in, on Saturday night. Um be interesting as well to see if Theo Fleury, with a bit of rest behind him, yeah. up that... Uh, Basis of yeah, he made a quite an impact when he played, and the fans will be right behind him. So it'll be interesting to see if he can if he can keep that going. Um, of course, the game is also this week, this Saturday night, will be live on uh, com So if you want to if you want to log on there and find out what time you can listen in, there'll be Nigel and Wayne. will be well. They held up well last last week. I have to say, it was quite enjoyable having listened to it. Certainly, uh, the game. I just seem to be enjoying himself anyway. I'd say he was. Uh, there were there were a few good screams coming from him there. <laughs> uh, well, after after the um, after Saturday's game on Sunday night, they travel back to Newcastle for the Vipers game. I'm yep. really looking forward to this game. I know I you're coming across yep. as well. The uh, first v second, and um, after the last the tight game last time, where Belfast just won in overtime. It'll, uh, it'll be an interesting one to see. There was Newcastle, Newcastle are a very physical team, like said, Mel Engelstad, former giant, uh, and Andre Payet, and uh, also former giant Paul Rocco Ferron. The uh, it'll be like I said, it'll be interesting to see if they if Newcastle can keep up their physical strength and if Giants can keep scoring. It'll but, also be interesting to see how yeah, uh, 
Mr. Fleury gets a reaction, you know, mm. in, in the away arena, both from obviously the opposition players and the opposition fans. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Theo gets on. The uh, he's he's made quite an impact so far, as you can tell. But uh, I just hope he can keep scoring and keep up that pace. Yeah, well, he sorry. keeps up that pace. He'll have the grand scoring record by uh, Christmas. Yeah, I think. the. Uh, on a side note, Darren, um, do you think it, either the Devils or the, the Vipers are major contenders this year? I don't think the Vipers will be able to keep up the pace. Mm-hmm. Um, in all honesty, they've, they've had a good start, but I just don't think they have the, the, the quality yeah, I that, agree. that other teams have. They're, obviously, they're playing quite physical, and it seems to be giving them chances, but I just don't see them sort of lasting the full length of the season. The Devils, um, the Devils are always there and about. Um, they have a, a rookie coach themselves and Ed Patterson just uh, just as Belfast have and Ed Courtney mm-hmm. um, but again they have a, a strong side they seem to have quite good goaltending um, and they're certainly uh, not struggling to score so far so I'd say the Devils will be up there and the Vipers I think will maybe end up somewhere in the middle Yeah um, Vipers to be they have some there's some very good players the likes of uh, of Gummy and Krychek there's some very good skillful yep. players but to me, everybody, well, everybody in the Giants, most people in the Giants community know that I'm not a big fan of uh, Mel Engelstad. I don't. I can see that he's probably a good fighter. He's probably a good physical player, but as a as a defenseman, I think he's severely lacking. Yeah, um, I think I think uh, I would agree with you there. Sorry. The uh, and it's going to cause a bit of controversy, but uh, I agree that I'd, I'd favour the Devils more than I'd favour the Vipers as contenders for this season. But. Um, all right, well, we're running out of time at the minute, but uh, we're hoping that in the next couple of weeks we're going to fire in a, a few more features, like a player feature, and uh, tell you what's going on in the Kingdom of the Giants website. Um, I don't think there's anything more left to do than to thank uh, to thank Aaron. Thanks for joining us on the Aaron. Um, we'll, we'll do this again next week. Uh, I'd like to thank the guys at KingdomofTheGiants.com for their uh, for their bandwidth. They allowed uh, us to publish this and let you all hear it. I'd like to thank uh, Marty McAllister for his uh, technical know-how and being the man behind the scenes putting this all together. Uh, Nigel Ringland for uh, the game clips that you've heard. If you have any ideas for our next podcast, don't be afraid just to give us a shout on uh, podcast at kingdomofthegiants.com. Uh, also, we've got the rant line up and if you want to talk about anything that we've said about, talked about today uh, on 0044 um, you also get more information on kingdomofthegiants.com forward slash podcast uh, remember there's a game this Saturday uh, on belfastgiants.com and we're hoping that our next podcast will either be uh, will be next Thursday but we might we might put one together on uh, on Sunday Aaron, after the game yeah, we'll stick we'll it up if there's any information give it a shot, uh, depending on uh, how exciting the game is and how much drink it takes us to calm our nerves <laughs> absolutely absolutely the uh, all right, then we'll just next we'll just say um, thank you all for listening and uh, spread the word and maybe get more listeners on this and let us know what you thought on our on our email. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, all the best, Darren. All right, thanks, man. Bye, then. Bye, everybody.
Sports Social Podcast Network.